Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey there. Happy Monday. Hope your spring is off to an amazing start. Over here at HQMQ, I'm just prepping away for maternity leave. Baby Charlie is arriving May 4th at the latest. I'm having a scheduled C-section, but he could come before if a sonogram mid-April shows that he needs to. (sighs) It's kind of frustrating. Like, okay, we're scheduled for this day, but it could come this day. Like, I just want to know. I just want to know. And I want a healthy baby, but boy, am I ready to get him out and finally meet him. If you like want to keep up with me on a personal level right now, his arrival and all the nesting projects we've got going on, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Michaela.Quinn. I'll be sharing kind of those pieces over there in the stories. Anyways, that's just a quick update on what's going on over here and with me behind the scenes. But back to spring. I notice that spring is a great time to revisit your business goals and your dreams. We're kind of slowly crawling out of the dark hole that is winter. There's more sun, warmer weather, hopefully. And for some of us, you know, we've got that renewed sense of urgency or desire to start our business. So I wanted to do an episode and actually a series of episodes, you know, coming up throughout the next couple weeks and through the month for those of you who have that renewed sense of urgency or that desire to start, but are feeling a little bit stuck. Feeling stuck is normal and happens no matter what level you are at, but there tends to be some common challenges and common stages of stuckness and getting started that most people hit. There's the first stage, which is, but what can I even offer? There's the, okay, but is this realistic stage? You know, can I even replace my income and hit my goals? Is this just a dream or can this be my reality? The third kind of getting stuck stage once you move through the first two is, okay, but where do I even start? Like, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. How do I actually launch a business? Then once you kind of figure out, you know, what it takes, what you need to do, then there is what I call the complete overwhelm stage, the oh poop, there's so much to do. How will I ever accomplish this all? That kind of stage of just like, you know, kind of like when you first become a mom, you you leave the hospital, they send you on your way, you know, couple day old newborn, and they're like, Okay, goodbye, you've got this. And you're like, wait, what? There's so much to do kind of like starting your business. But once you move through that, you get a plan, you figure it out. The kind of last and final stage in getting started, stage of stuckness that I see people face is the, it's kind of like a stage of indecision or second guessing everything. Should I do this or this? Like this logo or this logo, kind of this sense of, 
I can't launch or I can't do this until everything is just right. You know, kind of that trying to find perfection, but maybe it's more procrastination stage. So those are the five kind of five main stages of getting stuck. I see people, you know, get tripped up with in the beginning. And so what I wanted to do kind of throughout the next couple of weeks is for each of these stages, I'm going to do a solo episode on how to navigate and move past this stage and move on to the next stage. And if you're like, okay, wait, why would I want to move on to the next stage of stuckness? Well, it's forward progress. Now, not everyone is going to experience all of these stages and you know stay there for a while. But I can say in my experience with working with over 2,500 women in my paid program, the Lift Your Academy, and countless others via free resources, emails, DMs, all of that, this is a very common pattern that most people have to work through in starting their business. Some will move through each stage very fast and not necessarily get stuck there long, but they will have to navigate through that stage and through that kind of that milestone. So if you feel stuck ever, or you feel stuck now, I want you to know first and foremost, that that's normal. And also that that is not a sign to stop or give up or that you are not cut out for this. But also remember, there are different stages of being stuck. As you get more experience and practice and time building your business, your ability to move through these challenging stages will increase. In the beginning stages of my business, anytime I felt stuck, I used to just freeze and like stay there for a while. Now, for the most part, I'm able to recognize, okay, you know, you're facing the block, you're stuck, this is a challenge, and I'm able to move towards finding the fix or finding a solution much faster. So going into this episode, going into this series, this next couple of weeks, remember, there's all different stages and levels of feeling stuck. For this series, we're talking about those that hold people back in the beginning stages. Once you get past the beginning, you know, (laughs) bad news. There's always, just how in life, there's always going to be new challenges, new you know blocks that you have to overcome to keep moving forward. So don't let, no matter where you're at or you know in the future, if you ever face a challenge or face one of those those blocks or stages of feeling stuck, don't let it hold you back. Don't let it trick you into thinking that you need to give up or quit. It's normal. They happen. And for every challenge or every you know stage of stuckness, there is a solution. There is a fix to move through it. Okay. Now for today's episode, I really want to dive in deep to that first stage of feeling stuck and help you work through the fix to move through it as swiftly as possible. So the first major stage of stuckness in the getting started, you know, arena of your business is the but what would I even offer stage? What skills do I even have? Now, the fix to move through this stage is, first of all, reframing how you look at your experience, no matter what it is or isn't. No matter what your current job experience is or isn't, you have a skill set that you can leverage into the freelance space. Now, if you haven't done my free skills assessment, this is the perfect time to download that, print it out, and use this episode as a supplement to going through the skills assessment. You can grab it for free at michaelaquim.com forward slash skills. Now, the first part of the skills assessment breaks down the main freelance services someone could offer, virtual assistance, social media management, Pinterest management, copywriting, designing, online business management, podcast management. That's just kind of a, a few 
few options and getting started. Now, I have blogs and podcast episodes going over each of these services in details, and I'll link to all of those on the show notes page. If you want to check those out, just go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash episode 199, and you can go, you know, research and listen in about each of those services in depth, or you can just skim scan it in the skills assessment download. It's important to make sure you familiarize yourself with the different options. Now, again, this is just a starting point. This isn't the end-all be-all list. There's tons of other options out there, but these tend to be the main ones I see people hiring for and I see people starting their business with. Now, for some people, once you look at the different services or you listen to the episode or you know read the blog post, whatever, it will be super easy to see, oh, This relates to what I do in my day job now or my current experience. This is the perfect place for me to start. You, my friend, are lucky. (laughs) The rest of us, myself included, will look at those services and be more confused as to how in the heck freelancing could ever be a reality for us. Now, if that's you, solidarity, I was there in the beginning, but keep listening. This was most definitely a challenge I faced, and it was due to the fact that I was just focusing on my hard skill set. The good news is that the hard skill set is just one skill set. The other, more forgotten and often ignored skill set, but I would confidently argue is more important, is the soft skill set. I see this really common with teachers, nurses, stay-at-home moms, those in either like hospitality or service industries like retail, waitressing, fitness, cosmetology, childcare, etc., And so before we dive into the process of reframing how you look at your experience, I want to make sure that we're on the same page with what the two different skill sets are. So the first one, the main one that most people focus on is the hard skill set. Now your hard skill set or hard skills are job specific abilities or knowledge that is learned through either formal education, formal training, or hands-on experience. A hard skill is something tangible that you do, a skill set that you have learned. These are like the tangible things you do on a day-to-day basis as part of your current job or your current day. You either know how to do something or you don't. These aren't natural abilities, but are learned from education, from experience, and or some training of some sort. Just because you don't have a hard skill set for a specific service doesn't mean you can't learn it. In fact, it's a great indicator of all the possible opportunities out there for you to grow in. Those of you that are in a more business type industry right now for your current job or current experience might already have the hard skill set necessary to launch your freelance career. But those of you whose hard skill set doesn't really translate, you have two options. Option one is to focus and lean on your soft skill set. Remember, I would argue that this is even more valuable than a hard skill set. Or option two, be creative with how you talk about your previous experience. Eventually, I learned how to combine both and the right way to land clients, even as a beginner. And I teach all of this to my students in the Live Free Academy. Your soft skill set is going to describe your natural abilities, your natural personality traits, and interpersonal skills. These aren't so much easily learned through, you know, education and like training, but they can be developed over time too, if that makes any sort of sense. It's not as cut and dry as those hard skills. The soft skill set is more about who you are naturally, not what you know currently. Now we'll talk about option two, being creative with how you talk about your experience at the end. 
But now that we've kind of covered the different skill sets and what they are in order to reframe how you look at and talk about your current experience, it's time to dive in to the skills assessment. So again, I have a handy downloadable version of this. If you haven't grabbed it yet, michaelaquin.com forward slash skills, or you can just take notes, but this episode is a really great supplement to that hard copy. The first step in going through the skills assessment and reframing how you look at your current experience is simple. Just brain dump all the different experiences and jobs you have had. So when I say experiences and jobs, these include your work experience, aka those paid employee positions. It also includes any volunteer positions you have had, any unpaid work you've done, maybe as a stay-at-home mom, any business that you've started for yourself or run before, or any businesses like family friends or family members that you've helped out with as well. I want you to brain dump all of those different experiences and jobs out, thinking back to high school, thinking back to college, in your entire kind of career journey? What are those different experiences and jobs you have held, even if it's been unpaid work? Now, next, as part of step one, I once you do the brain dump, I want you to pick your three to five favorite jobs or experiences, and you're going to use these three to five jobs or experiences to kind of dive deep in with the rest of the assessment. So now moving on to the second step. The second step, I want you to do is for each job or experience that you selected as kind of, you know, your top ones, I want you to brainstorm the hard skills that you have gained from that experience. Whether you've learned it in college, whether you learned it through on the job training, or you just learned it through experience. What are those hard skills, those tangible things that you had to do on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly basis? Brain dump those out again, you know, bulleted list, do that for each of those jobs. For me, if I can kind of give you an example, for me as a teacher, the hard skills I developed were curriculum planning, conducting class, grading papers and providing feedback, teaching writing, teaching analytical skills. Like I could go on and on on the things that I had to do on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Now, if I just looked at that hard skill set, which I did in the beginning, I would have been stuck teaching forever because it's nearly impossible to see how this skill set relates to anything outside of teaching in a classroom. Maybe you're stuck here now. Like you went through the hard skills and you look at that and you're like, gosh, there's, you know, there's nothing else I could do. You're missing the important next step, which is going into analyzing and looking at your soft skill set. So make sure you do this hard skill kind of brain dump. For each of those top jobs, spend about, you know, five, 10 minutes for each job brainstorming that, the hard skills, your tangible tasks. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan you'll get access to the How to Build Your Business 
from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. That you had to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And then once you're done with that, you're ready for step three. So for step three, I want you to look at each of the hard skills that you wrote down for each of those jobs and then just like draw an arrow next to it or a dash. And then on the other side of that dash, I want you to think about the soft skill or natural trait or abilities you have that allowed you to excel at that task. Okay. For example, and continuing with my teacher example, next to curriculum planning, I wrote a dash and wrote like organization, project management, creativity. Next to conducting class, I wrote multitask, creative, problem solver, greening papers and providing feedback, objective, leader, helper, strong communication, teaching writing, creative. I am able to break hard concepts down. Teaching analytical skills, again, creative and able to break hard concepts down. I want you to go through this for each job and each hard skill to see and focus on what your soft skill set is. So remember, the hard skill set is what you know, like what you tangibly do. And then the soft skill set is like who you are that allows you to excel at some of those hard tasks. Everyone's skill set is going to be different. And that's, that's beautiful. No matter what your skill set is, there is a place for you in the freelance space. So if yours is different than mine or someone else's, that's okay, right? We're all unique and there's a place for all of us in the freelance space. So once you've gone through that brain dump again, spend about five to 10 minutes for each job, evaluating and developing what your soft skill set is, kind of what are your natural abilities that allowed you to excel. And then coming to step four, I want you to just take a step back and evaluate your brain dump, evaluate you know your brainstorming that you've done so far. Looking at your list, what are things that you loved doing? What are things you hated? What came easy to you? What stands out to you? In your brain dump, is there any recurring elements or you know themes that keep coming up? Are there any conclusions you can draw from you know looking at this? For me, when I take a step back and looked at my brainstorming, you know, okay, here's my jobs, here's what I tangible tasks, soft skill set. I noticed that the soft skills that kept recurring and that really were the pieces of my previous jobs that I loved had to do with creativity and problem solving. Like I loved being given a project and the freedom to kind of create and solve that project from scratch. So for example, as a high school English teacher, I got started my my first job. I was given the pre-AP English 2 class. And this was the first time the school was having a pre-AP curriculum. I was the only teacher teaching pre-AP English to two sophomores. And I was kind of just given like, hey, here are the texts that we have available for you to use. Create your curriculum. Have fun. 
And I got to create that from scratch. I love that. I got to use my creativity. There is lots of like creative energy that I was able to build a curriculum out of scratch. I loved, love, 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 love that. And then also I noticed kind of that popped up a lot in, you know, teaching. And then some of the other jobs I had were problem solving. Anytime there is a problem, like I love starting to think of solutions and then creating a plan to solve and fix that. So those were two things that I kind of evaluated and noticed. So conclusions that I were able to draw is that like creativity is a huge strength for mine and also problem solving. Anytime I'm able to combine both of those, I am thriving, you know, in my zone of genius, loving life, doing amazing. So then moving on, once you kind of evaluate and draw those conclusions, it's time to make a decision. Look back at each of the freelance jobs, listen to those episodes. Again, if you go to the show notes, we'll link to all the blog posts and podcast episodes where we talk about the specific freelance roles and think about which one excites you the most. Which one does your current skill set align with most naturally? That's where you're going to want to start. Now, for some of us, this is easier said than done. If you, you know, go back through and you can't make a decision or you still feel stuck as to making a decision, I would strongly recommend deciding to start as a virtual assistant. That is where I started. It is the best place to start if you're kind of brand new, not feeling drawn to one specific service because you're going to be exposed and given so many different, you know, projects and tasks to work on that you'll really start to learn what you love, what you hate, so that then you can narrow down from there. Now, something that can help you in this stage, because even still starting as a virtual assistant, like, oh, but I have no experience. You've got to stop saying that. One way to reframe that is to start like when you catch yourself saying that, oh, oh, I don't have experience. Like, Stop yourself. You have this brain dump. Okay, maybe I don't have social media management experience or something, but what do I have? And so for example, this was where I learned to be creative with talking about my experience. I learned that social media management is basically at the bare bones, just getting people talking about a topic and engaging people in a conversation, no matter what that topic is. And so I realized, okay, that's at the bare bones. That's what social media management is. I don't have social media management for business experience, but I know social media as a user. Plus, one of my greatest strengths as a classroom teacher was engaging my students in conversations in the classroom. If I can get high school English sophomores talking about Beowulf, about Macbeth, about the Iliad and the Odyssey, I can get you know almost anyone talking about anything. When I was able to look at it that way and be like, oh, even though it's not technically social media experience, It's just getting people talking and I have that experience. Okay, awesome. So that's a way to start thinking creatively about how the experience you do have does tie to the freelance space. When you start to see yourself or notice yourself saying, I don't have any experience. I, you know, there's nothing that I could offer. That's where you're going to want to have this skills assessment done. And really seriously, if you have that hard copy whether it's just handwritten in a notebook, rip those pages out, or you print out the skills assessment from me online and write it on there, you have that tangible proof that you do have experience. When you notice yourself saying you don't, maybe literally take it and like whack yourself in the head and be like, no, I do have experience. It's just different, but it still translates. Maybe 
like me, you evaluate and notice that creativity is a huge soft skill for you. Well, if you look at a lot of the freelance services, creativity is a huge piece of a lot. It's a huge piece of social media management. It's a huge piece of design. It's a huge piece of copywriting. You can tie that to a lot of different freelance services. Maybe like me too, you notice like multitasking or, you know, ability to manage multiple projects, multiple pieces all at once is a great soft skill set you have. Okay. That can tie to being a virtual assistant. It can tie to being a project manager. Now, I know that's just two examples, but I hope that's enough to get your brain started moving, get your mind jogging to think about, okay, what, what skill set can you run with? Whether it's your hard skill set or your soft skill set, if it is your soft skill set, like what is your zone of genius? Like what traits do you have that when you're using both of those and you're allowed to use those like I was with the creativity and problem solving, what are those for you? And then if you you get stuck with, okay, so how can I translate this or what could this look like in the freelance space? Reach out to me, whether it's via email or DM. I'm going to ask you to either send me a screenshot or copy paste to me your your brain dump so I can see but I'm one of my strengths now is being able to look at people's experiences, their skill sets, what they love doing, what they don't love doing, and helping pinpoint a place where they can start. And once you pinpoint that place, it's time to then move on to the next step and get started. Now, in doing that, a lot of times, okay, people that will decide, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get started in my business as a social media manager or as a virtual assistant or whatever it is you choose to get started as. The next kind of thought or stage of stuckness is, is this even real? Like, is this just a, a pipe dream or can I actually take this skill set and get started offering this service, replace my income and make a good income working from home? So next episode which we will be releasing on April 11th is going to walk you through just how realistic your goals are and how realistic it is to replace your income, helping you create that solid solid plan to start your business with. So join me back April 11th. Again, if you're going through this process, you get stuck, please reach out. Don't stay stuck alone. And I'll see you on Instagram. I'll see you over there in stories and don't be afraid to reach out. All right. Hope you have a great day and we'll talk soon. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.